Welcome back to Instagram for Bosses. I hope you're all having a great week. Today, I have a really exciting episode for you. I'm being joined by a very special guest to talk to you all about the power of video marketing and how to show up confidently on camera. But before we get started, I wanted to remind you that if you haven't already, be sure to follow me on Instagram. You can find me by searching at Andrea Marie Creative. I share loads of free tips and trainings over there, and we always have a great time. So with all that being said, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to the Instagram for Bosses podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Marie. I'm here to teach you practical tips and strategies for leveraging Instagram so you can position yourself as an expert, generate more leads, and land more clients. So bosses, let's dive into today's episode. As I just mentioned, today I'm being joined by a very special guest and friend of mine, Latasha James. Latasha is the founder of James and Park, a digital marketing agency specializing in content marketing and marketing strategy. She's also a business coach and the host of the Freelance Friday podcast. Latasha has a super successful YouTube channel with over 54,000 subscribers. And an extra fun fact, Latasha was actually one of the first mentors that I hired when I started started my business. Latasha is joining us today to talk all things video marketing, how you can leverage video to grow your business and how you can show up confidently on camera. So Latasha, welcome to Instagram for Bosses. Thank you so much for the nice intro, Andrea. I'm so excited to be here. So excited to have you. So firstly, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in business and in video marketing in particular? Yeah, sure. So Uh, Like you said, in addition to being an agency owner, we focus on primarily video marketing and marketing strategy. I'm also an online educator and content creator. So I help freelancers and content creators build thriving, profitable businesses that are actually sustainable and really unique to them. I always like to say that I help people uncover their superpowers because I believe that we have, we all have, you know, a little something inside of us that really sets us apart. So yeah, I teach on YouTube three times a week and on my podcast, like you mentioned, and through a bunch of different courses and programs as well. And how I got started with that is bit of an interesting story. I mean, I've, I've always been really interested in video and just digital in general. I've been kind of blogging since the early days of Zanga and blogger and things like that. And over, over the years, I just slowly migrated to video. I actually went to school for video and the rest is sort of history. I mean, there's, there's definitely a longer story to it there, but I've, it just started from a passion, a a place of passion. And, um, yeah, over time I, try to figure out how to actually monetize it besides just doing the traditional sponsored deals and branded content. And I started to discover the world of online courses and people started asking me to consult with them on their video and influencer marketing and social media strategies. And it kind of just blossomed from there. Amazing. I love that. And I know that um, I just mentioned earlier, I have worked one-on-one with you, but I've also taken a couple of your courses and in particular, your video marketing course was amazing. So definitely check that out if you are interested in um, video marketing. Um, So did you want to just tell us a little bit more about what video marketing is and why you think it's so important in 2021? 
Yeah, absolutely. So video marketing is everywhere. First of all, I mean, my answer to this question used to be, oh, start, you know, it's YouTube and YouTube SEO is really valuable. And I still agree with those things. Like you mentioned, I do have a YouTube channel. I teach on there all the time, but it's really everywhere. Now the most popular social platforms and quickest growing social platforms right now are really video platforms, TikTok and Instagram. And of course, YouTube, these are all video, video platforms for the most part. And I think that it's incredibly valuable, especially nowadays, because people's attention spans are shorter than ever. I feel like I say that every year and they keep getting shorter and shorter and people really don't consume content the same way that they used to, you know, it used to be that blogging was great and eBooks were great, but there's a reason that people are really drawn to these short form, quick content platforms like TikTok, like Instagram, even like clubhouse, which isn't video video, but it's audio. And yeah, I think people are just looking for something different. They're looking for content that can educate or inspire them in, in a way that they do not have to be tied down to their desk reading this long article or blog. They want something that's going to be quick. And that really kind of follows them around in the places that are most important to them. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree. And I know um, going back probably well, maybe six or seven years ago, I used to get a lot of my information from reading blogs. But as of late, like everyone just seems to have such a busy lifestyle. And I think what's so great about video marketing is that you can actually be doing other things whilst you're actually watching video. So I know for myself mm-hmm. in the morning, like while I'm getting ready, um, say I'm doing my makeup or whatever it might be, I will often have a YouTube video on in the background. So I can kind of learn while I'm getting ready for my day. So I think that that ability to be able to do those two things at once has been really powerful in making video marketing so popular because it's a really easy way to connect with your audience whilst them still being able to actually do other tasks and activities. So you've been able to leverage video to grow your business to a really successful level. Can you talk us through your journey of starting a YouTube channel and how that's really helped to grow? Or your business? Yeah, absolutely. So YouTube is my number one lead generator. It's the number one refer to my, my website. Second is podcasting, which is shocking to me. It took me a couple of years before podcasting did that, but, uh, it's, it's number two now, but yeah, YouTube is a really important part of my strategy. And like I said, it really started from a place of passion. I just always really loved documenting things. I, I, took my first film class back in high school and ended up majoring in film in college. So it's something I definitely am passionate about. I always thought that I was going to work in the news. That's kind of what I trained for. I did a lot of on-camera work, um, in kind of the news space. And that's when I started my YouTube channel, because actually fun fact, I'm incredibly shy. I'm incredibly introverted. And I actually used to, I guess, still kind of do technically have a speech impediment as well. So I, (laughs) I was like up against a lot of challenges doing all of this on camera work in school. And so I sort of started this YouTube channel just for fun to like practice and to get more comfortable on camera. And I started just, you know, having sort of a lifestyle channel. I talked about makeup and clothes and just whatever it was in life that I was interested in at the time. Fast forward a couple of years and I graduated college and I moved out of my hometown to where I live now, Detroit, Michigan. And I got my first job in social media. It was actually just kind of a more broader marketing job at a Fortune 500 company. 
And I also started freelancing during that time as sort of a side hustle just for fun and to make a little bit of extra money. And I would talk about it once in a while on my YouTube channel. And, you know, I paid attention to the comments and that was what people wanted to hear about. People really wanted to hear about that journey. People really wanted to understand social media marketing because it was sort of a newer field at that time. And so I, you know, created a few videos here and there. And even though they weren't necessarily the most viewed, they were definitely the most engaged with, they had the longest retention and they were also what I was most passionate about and what made sense for my life at that time. So I kind of went through a rebrand around that time of my first real, you know, corporate job. And then of course the, the YouTube channel followed me into full-time entrepreneurship, which I did a few years down the road. So yeah, that's sort of how it got started. And I, I really credit listening to my audience and just sort of being authentically me and, and sharing my story to help, uh, connect with the right people who, um, who wanted, wanted to see what I had to say. Amazing. I love that so much. And I know that I personally discovered you through your YouTube channel and it's been so incredible to watch your journey um, from going from, you know, freelancing on the side into running a really um, booming and successful business. And I know for me personally, you've been such a motivation and inspiration for me (laughs) to start my own podcast as well. And I think it's so powerful using platforms like YouTube and podcasting for connecting with people all over the world. I know for me personally, on the podcast, I've been able to connect with people over in the States and in Paris, London. The other day, someone from Malta was messaging me about the podcast and it just blows my mind that this digital age that we live in now helps us to connect with potential clients from all over the world. So I think it's so powerful to be leveraging things like video and podcasting and platforms like that, that allow us to actually connect on a really deep level, not only to people within our home cities, but internationally. Moving on to some video trends, what in your opinion do you think are the biggest video trends for Instagram in particular in 2021 and how can business owners leverage these to grow their business? Yes. So of course, number one, I have to talk about reels. Reels are everywhere. Um, I I can't open my Instagram app without seeing like 5,000 reels in my feed. So Instagram is definitely prioritizing those, I think, because it is a newer feature, but you know, I, I, I was a little stubborn about reels in the beginning. I'm going to be honest. I was like, oh my gosh, another thing that I have to learn. And, you know, I create videos on these other platforms and, and in my own way, why do I have to do something else? But I'll be honest, they're really fun. And I think that they can help uh, get you out of your comfort zone a little bit too, and just start thinking in a different way and sort of get out of your, your good old routine, you know, with Instagram. So I think that they're definitely going to continue to be something that we see for the rest of the year. And beyond that, um, I, I'm not really sure that I have solid thoughts yet on, on the actual business potential of them. I mean, I definitely think that they help with engagement and all of that, but I haven't yet had a client say, Oh, I saw one of your reels. I loved it. And that's why I hired you. But I, I I absolutely know that there are people who are doing that as well. So I think it's a testing process for me right now, but my advice for reels is to have fun with it. Like I said, it is a really fun feature. You can do some, some interesting things. And, um, yeah, I, I think that's probably the number one trend right now. 
in addition to reels, I, this isn't really a, a trend, but my best practice or sort of my, my best advice for Instagram growth really is stories. Still, I am not a great Instagram feed poster late, <laughs> especially lately. I've just been really busy with other things. And so I don't post on the feed as much as I should or maybe as high quality images as I necessarily should, but I get on stories. I try really hard to every day, at least every weekday. And the great thing about stories is, you know, as you know, they can be super casual. I mean, even reels are much more polished than a story is. So it can take a lot of effort to create those, but stories, I show up all the time, you know, no makeup, hair in a ponytail, sweatpants on, just working, just checking in and saying, Hey everyone, how are you doing? Like, let's have a little conversation. So I think that's a really great way to build up that relationship with your followers and just continue to grow that loyalty to your business and to your brand. And then the last thing that I'll say is, uh, not strictly video, but I think that carousels are also really popular and you know, that's an older feature, but I've just been seeing people use them in really cool ways to really educate. I think that Instagram used to be sort of a purely aesthetic platform. It was where you went to you know, look at somebody's outfit or find a cool makeup tip or find something that you wanted to purchase. But Instagram's really moving into that edutainment sort of space where people really go on there looking for value and want to be educated. And I love the way that a lot of people are using carousels for that reason. So, and you can definitely throw a video into your carousel and kind of mix it up and have that sort of mixed media sort of vibe. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree with everything that you've just said. I know for me personally, when I got started using Instagram Reels, I was a bit reluctant at first too. Um, I'm also quite introverted. I think we've bonded over the fact that we're both INFJs. So we're, I guess, on the more extroverted side of the introverts, but I still don't love, (laughs) Um, even just showing up on camera sometimes can still be a little bit difficult, especially with Reels where it does tend to um, push you out of your comfort zone with things like dancing. And I know that you can definitely create Reels without having to do that, but it was something that I was a bit reluctant. I was like, oh, it's another thing. Like, Um, Mm -hmm. But then once I actually started creating, I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually so much fun. And I think once you let go of that perfectionism mentality and just have fun with it, that's when you're going to be creating the best content. And moving on to stories, I think stories are such a powerful way to connect with your audience and attract dream clients and leads um, into your business because you can really connect with people on a deeper level. As you mentioned, they don't have to be as polished. I often also show up without makeup, just with my hair up in a bun or a ponytail. And it's just a really instantaneous way for you to connect with your audience and also get feedback from them. So I know that I use the poll feature a lot and, um, and the question sticker and things like that. And it's a great way to have a two-way conversation with your audience. And then moving on to carousels as well. Carousels are so powerful. That's actually um, one of the things that I mentioned in my 2021 Instagram trends podcast. They're just such a great opportunity for you to provide education and value to your audience. And I know that some of my most saved posts and engaged posts are the carousel posts that I've shared. So if you're not using carousel posts, then you should definitely start using them. Moving on to maybe feeling a little bit shy or uncomfortable in front of a camera. I know that this is something I 
really used to struggle with, but do you have any tips for being able to show up confidently on video? Yes. Uh, like I said, I really believe it or not, you know, I know that I see I'm on video all the time. So people have this assumption that it doesn't bother me at all. And that it comes super naturally, but I really don't think it did. I, I did grow up having a really hard time with speaking. Like I said, I had a speech impediment. I did years of speech therapy and I was really insecure about it. Um, and of course I just have physical insecurities like everybody else. So I definitely have some, some tips for that. I mean, number one is just start, which I know is like the easiest thing to say, the hardest thing to implement, but choose something like and, and that's one of the reasons that I love stories too, because I do think that they get people out of their comfort zone. You know, it's it feels a lot less permanent and a lot less quote unquote serious than doing like an IGTV or a YouTube video or something that's really, um, you know, really serious and long form like that. So even if you just say, okay, you know what? I want to start showing up on video. I'm going to make sure that I do one story every single weekday. That's a really good place to start and just get on camera and, you know, do say something, you know, just, just share a little behind the scenes of what you're doing in your workday, share a tip, um, ask your audience a question. I agree with Andrea that I love those polls and those interactive features on there. So just start with something small and over time, you'll start to get used to seeing your face and hearing your voice on camera and maybe be able to kind of graduate to a longer form content piece. And then I also think, you know, studying, studying is big too. And I don't even necessarily mean other creators. Cause I actually kind of put the blinders on to some extent. Like I don't watch a ton of other YouTube channels or anything like that. One, just cause I don't have a ton of time to when you're creating that much content, but I also kind of don't like, I don't want to get influenced necessarily. I want to keep my own authenticity and my own style, but I like, I watch a lot of news actually, because, you know, I think that a news presenter or newscaster they, you can learn a lot from how they enunciate and pronounce certain words. And even just like, I don't know, seeing how their hair and makeup trends are and things like that really helped give me inspiration and how I could take that to my own YouTube channel. So that's, that's something that you can try out doing. And then I'll say my last tip also is scripting and or outlining your content. I mean, it sounds so simple, but you can feel like, oh yeah, I could talk about this topic all day long. And then you put a camera in front of your face and totally freeze up. And that's happened to me so many times. So just getting really clear about what you want to say by either just writing, you know, a couple of bullet points, or if you feel really nervous using a teleprompter is something that I do. I use teleprompters for when I do client work. And also when I do my courses, I like to have a teleprompter just so I'm making sure that I'm not missing any points. And it also kind of puts me at ease. So when I, you know, sit down for filming day, I'm not like trying to think and <laughs> record. I'm kind of just, you know, the teleprompter is doing the, the hard brain work for me. I just need to make sure that the words are coming out and that I'm, you know, enunciating. So yeah, those are kind of my tips for getting started. The, the key, like I said, is to just start somewhere. 
Love that. Such good tips. I know for me, I started to build up my confidence just from showing up on stories. And that's a lot less scary because with stories, Mm -hmm. you can, you know, if you film something and you don't love it, just delete it. You don't have to share it. So I think just getting confident with um, showing up, I I really tried to push myself to just try and come on stories every day and just share something small, even if it's only like a one or two story clip. Just start getting used to showing up. And like you said, hearing your voice and seeing yourself on camera, that's um, the biggest thing. I think once you start getting used to that and just getting used to kind of staring into a camera, then it just makes it so much easier. And now I find that when I do speak on stories or IGTV, live video, anything like that, I'm a lot more conversational. And I know that a few of my family members have mentioned too that I'm sounding a lot more natural on camera. So it's just with that by that time and that practice, you will build confidence. And I think especially scripting, sure. that's something that I definitely look at doing before I jump on to do any sort of training or video. I will roughly write down what I want to talk about, bullet point those key topics that I want to speak about and it just makes it so much easier having an idea of what you're going to talk about before you actually show up on camera but I haven't thought to look at news presenters but that's definitely something that I'll start doing because I think that could be a really powerful way of um, getting some motivation and um, yeah just looking at how they enunciate and even um, wardrobe ideas too I love that so I'll definitely start doing that and moving on to equipment I know you mentioned that you use a teleprompter Um, do you have any other equipment suggestions for people who are just getting started with video marketing? Yeah. I mean, honestly, the iPhone is nowadays, that's all you need. I mean, if this level of camera existed on my cell phone, when I first started YouTube, I probably would have just started with my iPhone. I have whatever the latest iPhone is. Um, yeah, that camera is fantastic. I use it a lot for B-roll and like vlog clips and things like that when I don't want to bring a big bulky camera around with me. So that works really good. But what I'll say is whatever camera you go with, if you just start on your iPhone, or if you use a DSLR, I use the, um, uh, what is it? The, uh, shoot, I can't remember what it's called now. <laughs> I'll send it to you. you it's, can send it to me. I'll <laughs> it, put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll send you the camera. And then for my vlogging camera, I use one called the Canon M6, mm-hmm. which is really great. But Either way, regardless of what you use, my big tip is to make sure that your sound is good because Mm -hmm. something that Andrea mentioned at the beginning of this episode is that you kind of multitask with a lot of your content, which I do as well when I'm just, you know, home alone, working from home or, uh, you know, doing kind of busy work, I'll often put on a YouTube video in the background and I'm almost consuming it like a podcast. Mm. And so if you have bad sound, and same goes for Instagram, all of that, you know, whatever, whatever platform you're uploading to, if you have bad sound, oh, you know, that's, that's a tough one to sit through. So having some kind of a microphone, if you do use your iPhone, there's plenty of little, you know, small microphones that you can put on and use that really make a big impact. And then if you are going to do longer form content like YouTube or IGTV or something like that, I really like the, uh, road microphones. They're, um, yeah, they're, they're really good. I use like uh, the video mic pro and I just put that up and it makes the sound quality really nice. 
Yeah, definitely. And I know um, one additional piece of equipment that I like to use, it's actually only something that I've just recently purchased and it was really um, cheap as well. I didn't spend a fortune on it. It was really affordable. I'll link it in the show notes, but it's basically just a really small ring light that has a, um, like a holder for your iPhone and it's on a little tripod. So you can literally just pop it up on your desk so that if you are jumping on stories or wanting to film a quick IGTV video or even jumping on live, it just makes sure that you can have that good lighting as well because I know lighting is very important and I think now in 2021 people just expect that your videos are going to be of a better like a higher quality than maybe they would have back in like 2012 so I think having good lighting and obviously if you don't have a ring light that's perfectly fine just facing a window works great but I'll definitely leave in the show notes the link to the particular ring light that I use. Um, Like I said, super affordable. The actual lighting, the the temperature of the light can be adjusted as well. So really, really good value for money. So I'll definitely link that. But thank you so much for joining us today, Latasha. I know I learned a lot and I'm sure that my audience did too. So can you tell everyone where they can find you and also how they can work with you in the future? Absolutely, yeah. So latashajames.com, Pretty much everything you'll want to find is linked over there. And if you want to find my videos, like I said, I post about three times a week on YouTube. You can just search for my name, Latasha James. And yeah, that's that's pretty much everything. Instagram, Twitter, all of the social channels, TikTok <laughs> at the Latasha James. And yeah, that's it. That's great. Everyone, please make sure you check out Latasha. She shares so much incredible free value. And as I mentioned, I've worked with her one-on-one. She's amazing. And her courses are really high value too. So make sure you check her out. Thanks so much for joining us, Latasha. Thank you. Wow, what an incredible and value-packed interview. I hope you all learned a lot today about video marketing and how to show up confidently on camera. And if you're interested in more tailored help with creating content for your business, then consider applying for my one-on-one bespoke coaching program, Instagram Mastery. I'm now calling in all empowered boss babes who are motivated action takers looking to take their business to the next level by attracting higher quality followers and landing more dream clients using Instagram marketing. Inside Instagram Mastery, you get three months of one-on-one coaching with me, a bespoke coaching program to suit your unique goals and needs, unlimited support and guidance throughout the program, access to my best tips, strategies, and resources, a proven framework for attracting more of your ideal clients, strategies for easily creating captivating content, the formula for converting your followers into paying clients, and marketing and sales strategies that feel fun and in alignment and can be applied to all aspects of your business. If you're interested in learning more, I invite you to book a free call with me. I'll leave the booking link in the show notes, or you can send me a DM on Instagram to find out if the program is the right fit for you. Moving on, if you've been enjoying the podcast, I'd love it if you subscribed to the show. Take a screenshot of the episode and tag me on Instagram at Andrea Marie Creative so that I know that you've been listening. I'd love to chat with you more over on the gram. 
That's it for today, guys. I hope that you found this episode super helpful. If you liked this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left me a rating and review and subscribed to the show. If you're interested in up-leveling your business, creating content with ease and attracting and landing more clients with Instagram, click on the link in my show notes to book in a free strategy call to learn more about how you can work with me. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you have the most amazing day and I'll speak to you all soon.